Welcome to the Prophecy Club. I've got so much to say today, I don't even think I can get through all of it. And by the way, thank you so much for sending your articles to me. I really appreciate it. Anyway, so we are going to talk about digital currency and train derailment. I think I've got some surprising comments to say there. And if we get time, we'll get to Mark of the Beast. Okay, digital currency. Really and truly... Probably digital currency is is really the biggest thing that is going to be the net that's going to catch more people and cause them take, to take the mark of the beast than any other single thing. And there's a lot. Matter of fact, if we get to the mark of the beast, that's another really big net. So the devil has lots of hooks, lots of nets that's going to catch a lot of people to take the mark of the beast. And by the way, Bible says, if you do take the mark of the beast, you are tossed into the lake that burns with the fire and brimstone with the beast and the false prophet. And a thousand years later, then Lucifer is tossed in there with them. But you are tormented day and night for all eternity with no hope, no possibility of escape. Whatever happens, whatever the torment, whatever the torture, whatever they threaten you with, you do not. Want to take the mark of the beast. All right, let's get started. Digital currency. Let me remind you, Revelation 13, 16 through 18 says, And he causeth all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond, receive a mark in the right hand or in the forehead. Now, we've talked about, we know what that mark looks like. And no man might buy or sell. See, that's the digital currency. No man might buy or sell, save he had the mark, or the name of the beast, which is different, or the number of his name, which is different. Now, we know two of the three. We don't know the name of the beast yet. <laughs> we surmise a couple of people, but we'll skip on. Now, let's go on. Long-awaited Fed digital payment system to launch in July. Okay, that's fully launch. It's actually, according to the Federal Reserve website, it is actually already in a soft launch. They are already getting people to sign up for it. This system will allow, oh, yes, this wonderful thing. <laughs> It's kind of like uh, you know, American Express. Don't leave home without it. Before long, it's got you. You know, they first handed out the credit cards to people. And, oh, this is great. And then before long, the cards got them. This system will allow bill payments, money transfers, and other consumer activities to move more rapidly. Oh, yes, there's so many wonderful. I mean, like world government is a wonderful idea. That is if Jesus is leading it. But when the Antichrist is leading it, it's not wonderful. The Federal Reserve's digital payment system, which it promises, will speed up. That's right. We really need to speed up all of the money going around the globe. Speed up the way money moves around the world, and it'll debut in July. Yes, it goes full-time in July, July, but it's already started. FedNow, as it will be known, will create a leading-edge payment system that is resilient, adaptive, and accessible, and... <laughs> will force you to take the mark of the beast. Uh, they forgot that phrase there. The system will allow bill payments, money transfers, paychecks, disbursements, all from the government, as well as a host of other uh, commercial or consumer activities to move more rapidly. We want it to move rapidly at a lower cost. Yes, that's right. But if you get in it, you will eventually be forced to take the mark of the beast. But if you don't get in it, you won't be able to buy or sell. You got it? Institutions that participate in the program will have a seven-day 
24-hour access. Do we really need that? Okay, I'd really rather have anonymity. Like, for example, when I go in someplace and I have to sign the little electronic thing when I give them a credit card, I don't sign my regular signature, and I'm not going to tell you the sign that I make, but there's been a couple of times when the person would remark, that's your signature? I say, no, I don't put my signature into any computer, any place, but that's the sign that I put, and if you go back on all of them, they all look like that. In other words, I don't give them my digital signature. I try to stay out of every computer that I possibly can. Uh, by the way, I also give out as little information about me as is required. Like, for example, if you've got to go to the doctor or the dentist, they ask for a Social Security number, they don't get mine until they ask for it, and then they have to talk me into giving that Social Security. Well, well, you know, we have to know that, that it's you. And I said, driver's license, I've got, uh, you know, my, my health card, all of that. Not give my social security number. In other words, sometimes it's too easy to give away our privacy. So I try to stay out of computers. I try to keep my face off of the internet. I know, I know, you probably are laughing right now. Uh, well, you, you got your face on there all day long, thirty minutes a day. Yes, but I'm not on Facebook. I do not have a Facebook account. I do not want a Facebook account. Why? Because I think Facebook and a lot of these other places are really, matter of fact, I think I've got an article, if it's not today, probably tomorrow, talking about how they have already been, if you've got your, your, your photograph on the internet any place, they've already got it. It's already in a digital database. And here's another thing. For example, uh, Okay, I search on Google, I search on several other places, and they'll send me an email saying, I see you have two emails. Don't you want to sync them together? No, I don't. I try to stay as on anonymous, as out of people's computers, off of their roundup list as long as possible. Program advocates say it will get money out to people much more quickly. Well, they said three times there, quickly. Tennessee governor signs a bill to protect state funds with gold and silver. Well, good for them. May Texas and many of the other states do the same thing. So it says that the Tennessee governor has signed a measure into law that will empower the state treasurer to invest state funds into physical gold and silver. And may I also say, I've been telling you, <laughs> look, you know, when the trouble hits, I would rather have bread, josephkitchen.com, than anything, because I, I, I can eat bread. I can't eat gold and silver. But there's also a time and a place where they're not going to take your loaf of bread in exchange for something, but they will take gold and silver. In other words, we're heading to a time, as you know, you know this. If you've been listening for a while, you know this. We're heading to a time when we will want to stay out of the system there will be a time, I believe, that we will have to get into their system. What? Yeah, okay, okay. I'm just saying that there will be a time we will probably have to get into the system. But based upon a dream that Maurice, uh, excuse me, that uh, Pastor Massey had, that you want to be able to get out of the system 
after six months. In other words, you only want to stay in the system six months and then get everything you have out of the system. Matter of fact, he was told that they should put it into land, gold, or silver, and I'm going to add also oil rigs in Israel. Of course, that's a topic for another day. I also mentioned my wife today. I said, I think our vision to go and drill for oil in Israel is getting close. I said, I just, I, I feel it in here. I'm getting excited about it. So we will see. So anyway, gold and silver have been a real currency for the past 5,000 years, and it provides a hedge for the state while facing a shrinking dollar and the threat to CBDCs. The bill defines billion, and essentially it says that the state of Tennessee can actually have on-site gold and silver. I think that's very smart of them. I hope Texas and many of the states do the same thing. Matter of fact, I think we all need to do the same thing. Look at, you know, you, you pull up to a gas station, you pull up someplace to get some food or something, and everybody else is pulling out their little paper dollars. You pull out a gold or a silver coin, you're going to get what you want. The twin bills would allow the state treasurer to make an enter into contracts, such as financial institutions, accountants, auditors, attorneys, consultants, and other contractors would all accept this. The measure calls for physical gold and precious metal purchased under these acts to be custodied, in other words, actually stored, by the state treasurer in the state of Tennessee. I think that's very, very smart. J.P. Morgan will let consumers pay with their face or palm instead of a card. <coughs> That's what we want. We just hate using those cards. I thought that was the reason we hated using dollar bills because we were going to go to the cards. Okay, so they do think we're stupid. And some of us <laughs> actually are. We're uninformed. So I would really rather pay with cash than card. In most cases, but I'd definitely rather pay with a card than with my hand or my face. But they're, oh, yes, yes, we'll let you pay with uh, your face or your palm. Nobody wants to use that old cash or coin or your credit cards. I mean, pay with your face. Again, they do think we're stupid, don't we? Well, look, if a person has not read Revelation 13... If they do not know that we're coming to the mark of the beast, all of this sounds good. J.P. Borgen Chase is planning to test a new technology that would let consumers pay with their palms or faces. Plans to roll out of the service to its broader base, the U.S. merchant clients, if the pilot program goes well, and you know it will, one way or another, they'll make it go well. Merchants need to be ready to adapt to these new expectations. J.P. Morgan is seasoned on the rising popularity of biometrics. Okay, what rising popularity? Who wants to put their fingerprints, their voice print, their eye print, their blood, their face, their palm, all into their computer? I, I, I think very, very few people, only the stupid ones, only the people that haven't read Revelation 13 want to do that, which uses unique body measurements to authenticate a person's identity. Yes, that's well, I thought that was the whole point is to stay anonymous. I mean, I would prefer to get on an airplane like we used to be able to do before what was about 1995, somewhere in there. That's when we had to start showing our IDs to get on a plane. It used to be you could just go to the airport. You didn't have to call the airport. You just go to the airport, buy a ticket, go stand in line, get on a plane where you're going. You didn't have to tell them your name or anything. 
Yes, I long for those days again. Here's how it works. Customers enroll their Palmer face into in-store process. Yes, but it doesn't stay in-store. Then at checkout, they scan their biometric to complete the transaction and get a receipt. Oh, yes, that's all. But, but I don't think this article tells you, but here's how it really happens. They have overhead cameras. As you walk in, it's already read your face. You don't even have to get a cart. You can just walk in, pick up a bunch of stuff, and walk right out. Because as you take it from the counter, the overhead cameras are already reading the barcode, iterating out, and you don't have to even stop. That's where it's really going. Now, if they do that with food, which is much more complicated, what do you think about your car? You know, I just had to go pick up Leslie at the airport just this morning, the DFW airport. And you have to drive up and they have the little, you got to pull up to the gate and it takes a second and then the gate raises and you go on through. That's baloney. The technology they really have, you can go 80, 100 miles an hour through that gate and it can read the little thing on your car. They don't need the gate. And the truth is, (laughs) they don't really need to put the thing on your car either because probably they can read your license plate And they might even be able to already read your biometrics on your face. Why? Well, because they want to be able to see who ran the stop sign. Or they want to see who's at at fault in the accident. Or they want to track just how long you stayed at the airport. Or they don't want you driving. They don't want you buying in their stores. They don't want you doing anything unless you're in their system, unless you've taken the mark of the beast, unless you have bowed the knee to Satan, and worship him. That's where it's really, really going. It's just that most people don't want to think about that. You know, I don't understand these people. They say, oh, that's negative. It's like, I can't be around anything negative. It's like, okay, you know, one of these days, you're going to get a rude awakening. One of these days, the devil is going to slap you in the face with a wet washcloth. And when you come waking up, it's going to be a real shock. It's, in my opinion, It's a whole lot easier to start waking up now as opposed to when it really, really hits. To offer payment processing technology to e-commerce sites and retailers around the world. That's right, around the world. That's not just a local thing. The technology isn't just for J.P. Morgan cardholders. No, no, no. They want the whole world involved. Now let's talk about the train derailments. Okay, now I can go through... (laughs) All of these train derailments, I could probably have spent, I, I'm going to guess that in, since the one up in Palestine, I don't, there's been like, I think about 15 of them. I can go through all of these articles and we can read, I've got several pages of them. And I can go back through past programs, I, but suffice to say, let, let's get to the point here. What is really going on? At first, it appeared that they were causing damaging materials, whatever they were, to be spilled on the land. Because there is a, I think it was a UN or maybe it was a WHO uh, law that says that if your land is contaminated, they can confiscate your land in order to clean it up. They can actually take the land away. Well, that appeared to be the first thing that was really the dastardly deeds behind all of these derailments. I, I got a bunch of them here. Okay, 
I also began to notice that there was no justice to them. And I thought, okay, all right. So they're confiscating land by causing these trains to derail and, and spill all of this toxic stuff, burn it so it goes all over every place so they can take over the land. And then I also noticed, there's someplace real deep here. Then I also noticed that, of course, there was no justice. And so that falls into the polycrisis, where it's crisis, 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 no justice. And that makes people get this feeling of just giving up. Okay, we can't fix it. I mean, all, all is lost. But what if their deeds are much worse? Who owns most of the rail cars, the railroads? Do you think it's the Christians? Do you think they're all Christians owned? Do you think the churches own them? Uh, no. It's, <laughs> if I say the name, they'll take me off again. That's what, because I, I, I didn't break the rules. I talked about their God. I explained who their God really is and what they're really doing. And they can't have that. And so they deleted five years of Bible studies, five years of sermons, five years of Prophecy Club stuff, because I told you who was really doing it. So who owns the railroads? Uh, I'm going to put it this way. The bad guys own the railroads. Now, why would they want to see their own railroad cars derailed? Well, that cost them millions of dollars. Well, I mean, why, 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 would that, why would they want to do that? And here's a better question. Okay, so if the railroad cars and the engines go down, well, that, just, that will cost them millions, perhaps billions of dollars. Why would they want to do that? Yes, that is the question. Think about it. Why would they want to do that? Okay, they spill a bunch of toxic materials out there. They might confiscate some land. And maybe they don't get any justice. Maybe they're, they're, it's always the, the unclear cause of the derailment. Nobody seems to know why these trains are just derailing. They're even saying that in 2023 so far, there's less so far than there was in 2022. Do you believe that? I don't believe it. Okay. So what's the real cause? Why would a train company on purpose, start destroying their engines and their rail cars. Why would they want to do that? Cost them lots of money. They don't make as much money. No, if you say that, you don't understand their objective. Always think their objective is to put their man, the Antichrist, on the throne. And one of the ways they do that, remember uh, who controls the food supply, controls people? Who controls energy, controls continents? Who controls money, controls the world? See, that's one of the things. And that's the reason there's been 150-some-odd food places, chicken places destroyed, turkeys killed, uh, egg-making places destroyed. 150 of them over the last 18 months. Now they're taking out the trains. Why are they doing that? They're bringing us to a time when we don't have enough food. Now, see, you and I understand prophecies. We're walking with the Lord. God's going to take care of us. He specifically told me he's going to take care of us. But to the average person out there that doesn't know Jesus, 
doesn't want to know Jesus, don't read their Bible, don't go to church. They're godless people. They got tattoos all over them, filthy words coming out of their mouth all the time. They're drinking, they're smoking, they're taking drugs. To them, they won't understand. All they know is they go to the, the grocery store and food's on the shelf. Food's not on the shelf, where's the food? Oh, you tell me I've got to do this, you tell me I've got to take a mark? Okay, well, I'll fine, I'll take a mark. My point is, could it be that they destroying our food and destroying the train cars and the engines of trains, derailments, is really all part of taking our food supply away. Take the food supply away, and then you control the people. They will do anything they have to do to get the food or the water. So if you want to be free, I'm telling you again, the best deal is to go to Joseph Kitchen. I just, just, my wife is going out of town tomorrow morning, Tuesday morning, and she's going to a very, very important meeting, which I can't talk about. But they love my bread, so I have to cook some bread in there. But it is still the unleavened days. For seven days, we're not supposed to eat leaven. So I have to smell this bread, and it smells so wonderful. I made some jalapeno bread. I want to go in there and have a slice or two. So I'm having to, I'm torturing myself. The smell of bread is through the whole house. It's wonderful. Uh, you want to go to josephkitchen.com. Watch some of the videos. I don't have to explain to you everything. Get the stuff. Thousand bucks a person per year. Yeah, I can't beat the price for food or the quality or the, the nutrition factor of it. Also, I'd recommend you go to cornerstoneassetmetals.com. You don't have to get anything right now. Call them and say, okay, this is how much money I got. This is my situation. This is what I need to do. What do you suggest? And it may be that now's not the time, but maybe, maybe it is. Maybe that, that, again, that's what they do. They're good Christians, they're prophecy students. And by the way, they love prophecy students. They love prophecy club people calling them because they say, you know, all these other people that call us, we have to inform them. They don't know what's going on. But prophecy club people, man, they're right there. <laughs> they got it. They got it. They know what's coming. So anyway, cornerstoneassetmetals.com, good place to call for your financial advice. josephkitchen.com, good place to go for your food. And I think if you use Prophecy Club as the promo there, uh, you get a discount. I, I think I think it's like a $50 discount. But anyway, you check them. Um, so, okay, here, I, I got a little bit more time. Let's see. Okay, I checked. I'm going to have to... <laughs> I'm going to have to go through the rest of this tomorrow because I've got too much information. For the last week, probably, I've only been getting through half of the information that I've got to share with you. And I find if I go much over 30 minutes, then the people start clicking away, you know. Uh, so I understand. And it also gets long for me, too. So perhaps I can share more with you tomorrow. I'd also encourage you to go to empshield.com, get yourself one of the devices so your car will still start, your computers still work in the event of some kind of electrical disturbance. What is wrong with this? You say, well, it's a piece of bread. You're right. It's a piece of bread I took out of this loaf. This loaf is a one-pound loaf, and there's something missing from this bread. 
Even though it says it is whole wheat, there's still something missing from this and almost all of the bread you're eating. See, the story was in 1860, the smart humans decided that they were going to outstrip God and that they could figure out a way to where the flour would not spoil because once you break the wheat berry, then it begins to spoil and in seven to ten days it's got mold. So they figured out how they could be smarter than God. We're going to take out the outside shell and then the wheat germ. We're only going to use the white powder part of the wheat. And that doesn't spoil. And they're right. You can put it in a bag. Five years later, it's still there. But then, of course, there's something else they removed. And that is most. Now, not all, but most of the nutrition. So then they had to pass all of these laws saying you got to put niacin, you got to put vitamins, you got to do this, put all of this into the... So why not just use what God made? So the difference between this and what I made is this. That's the difference in my bread, whole wheat bread, versus what you buy in the store. The bigger slice here, this is actually cherry, cinnamon, uh, honey, and vanilla mixed together. And I made this. So when you make your own homemade bread, you can make it flavor any way. You want jalapeno? You got it. You want to have uh, seeds, sesame seeds, however you want to, you can make it. But the big advantage to making your own home wheat, whole wheat bread is that it's probably the cheapest way to, to have long-term storage food because most of your long-term storage food companies cost nine to $10,000 per person per year. But at Joseph's Kitchen, they can show you how to feed your family for about $1,000 per person per year, and it's whole wheat. Okay, so what is whole wheat? Over the regular wheat. Well, you remember the seven years of plenty followed by the seven years of famine of Joseph and the Pharaoh. Well, that meant that the whole world lived off of wheat for seven years. Now, I don't think that we, maybe Jesus said, you may man should not live by bread alone, meaning you should have other things that you should eat. However, about the closest thing out there that'll feed you not only good tasting, but also nutrition for your body is wheat. And so we recommend you go to josephskitchen.com. When you go there, you got to get two things. One is you have to get a machine package. That's the items that you need to actually physically make the bread. It's a wheat grinder where you put the wheat in. 30 seconds later, you have flour. You put it into a bread machine with six other ingredients. Push a button two hours, 20 minutes later, you have a nice, hot, steaming loaf of wonderful that you made whole wheat bread. Slice that up. We can pre- the slicer is even included. The beakers, it's everything you need to make bread. Then you decide how much food you want to have. You want to have food for six people one year, four people one year, two people one year. You place your order, and they have it in stock. Because most of these long-term storage food places, they're out. Uh, some of them are two or three months. Some of them are even longer behind in filling their orders. But at Joseph Kitchen, they can ship within two or three days. And they ship around the world. Go to josephskitchen.com. I'm telling you that the prophecies say there's about to be a food shortage and if you want to listen to what God's trying to warn us about, then you'll get this long-term storage food. Terry Saka with CornerstoneAssetMetals.com. So what's going on in the world of finances? Why should they call today? 
Well, China has laid out in a speech a few weeks ago exactly what they think of the United States. I haven't seen that in my 55 years. With China and Russia forming these reserve currencies, new reserve currency, we better be prepared because that dollar is going to be in deep trouble and we're going to need assets to protect us from it. CornerstoneAssetMetals.com. Call them or go online. CornerstoneAssetMetals.com or call them at 888-747-3309. Next is, I'll send you to EMPShield.com. If you use the promo word prophecy, you get a $50 discount. What is that? Well, it looks like this. This is the one that goes into a car, okay? And you put the red wire to the red side of the battery. You put the black wire to the black side of the battery. And the green one attaches to the body of the car. Then you peel it off right back here. Just peel that off. Stick it inside of the, 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 the engine compartment of your car. And the whole point is when the electricity goes off or when some kind of a suitcase nuclear nuclear device goes off, this is supposed to be able to stop that device from destroying every computer chip in your car. Because if every computer chip is destroyed in your car these days, you couldn't possibly replace them all. Throw the car away. So, empshield.com, promo code PROPHECY. Leslie Johnson had a prophecy back in 2011. She says, the Lord says there's going to be something put into the water supply in many cities of the nation. People will begin to get sick. Some will die. Get a good, reliable water filter. You will not be able to trust the tap water or the bottled water. You must get something to filter the water you are going to need. That's back in 2011. So if you want it, we suggest you go to prophecyclub.com. You click right here where it says Berkey's. This is what it looks like. Currently, all Berkey's are in stock. The one I have is this guy right here. It's the crown. It has eight filters. I recommend you get as much as you can afford and also recommend you get some extra filters. That's at prophecyclub.com.